0: Time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It is an Articles of News episode, a health update episode. It is a uh, general conference update, and it is also a Church Handbook of Instructions update episode of the Cultural Hall. Uh, Within this episode, we will be joined later uh, by Curtis Frankum, his name's not actually Curtis uh, from Leading Saints. He's going to tell us about those update changes. Who knows who will tell us about the general conference updates? But right now, to give us that's a- too much a health update right from the start, from the get go. It's Brother Kyle. Hello, sir. Hey, hello. Now,
1: now, T. hello, now,
0: everybody. I'm, now, when last we chatted, Brother Kyle, I think I yeah. said, "Hey, how are you?" And you said, "I don't want to talk about it." Yeah. And I said, okay. And then I asked you, I think I counted um, five different hash marks uh, of times that I asked you, hey, how are you doing? How's your health? you want to talk about it? And so you said, you know what? I do want to talk about it, just not now. So how about a different time? And I don't know how, how deeply we'll go into it, but I know that I am not the only one that is curious as to how you are doing it and... And what the latest is. So can you fill us in well, a little bit? Well, let's get into it. Yeah, let's we'll do we'll it. go
1: as deep as you want. All yeah. right. So last time I was, I was waiting because I had yeah. some interesting news. So, and gosh, I, I, it's weird. I thought at this point I'd be good to mm-hmm. talk about it. And I am, but mm-hmm. it's hard.
0: Right. I want to press pause it's because I think still stings. I think that even even before, though, like if people have been listening to it, they just know that last time you didn't want to talk about it. And the time before, you just said, I noticed that I can't say pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 take a lot, of, whatever the phrase is. That you said yeah. you noticed that you couldn't say that as fast as pick a you little,
1: talk a little, pick a little, yeah. yeah. I was having trouble speaking. This began six months ago uh-huh. now, uh-huh. Uh, uh, probably November, uh, but just very slight things and, and that I didn't worry about until, you know, four or five months later to where I'm like, this is progressing and it still is uh, to this day. Um, so I, I started seeing my plus one. And I, I said, she's a nurse. And I'm like, so you think I had a stroke? Yeah. You know, a small stroke at some point. She said, I don't I don't think so because one is it's progressing and uh, other signs say no. But let's go see a doctor or, or 10, mm-hmm. which I started to do about 3 weeks ago now. I guess maybe four.
0: And if you know one thing about Brother Kyle, you know that he doesn't believe in miracles. But if you know two things about Brother Kyle, you know that he doesn't believe in miracles and has no faith or love in the healthcare system in the United
1: States. And that is now
2: tenfold. <laughs> so here,
1: here is why. And I'm not talking about miracles. I'm talking about the healthcare industry and doctors. So I began to see doctors who basically said, I don't know. Make sure you pay your deductible on the way out. And and so I'd go to another and another. Um, the ones that I really wanted to see said, we won't see you until you've se- seen other doctors and they can recommend you. And so but, uh, I found... And, finally-
0: and it, that that's because they're so special, right? And I and I mean like specialty as far as the doctors go. They don't just see a bunch of generic patients. It has to be sort of ruled different things in and ruled different things out before they'll even consider visiting with you and that's not specifically to you that's anybody in general yeah
1: yeah it is and also uh neurologist is one that i was trying to get into evidently there are not a lot of them and i found out why and so to get into one is uh, quite a long time frame
0: wait why are there not very many neurologists
1: because uh a neurologist makes the same as a family practice doctor as far as money but to be a neurologist you need more school so why would you go to more school, and make the same money? But if you go to a little more school than neurologists, you can be a neurosurgeon that makes a lot more money. Mm. So it's that middle point that nobody wants to be. Okay. But you should if you want to be busy. You got plenty of work.
0: <laughs> Never tired of patients if you're a neurologist.
1: Yes. So they. Uh, so the I finally saw. Oh, when was this? Probably two weeks ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Two weeks ago. Tomorrow. I saw a doctor, um, <laughs> I talked to Richie about this, and it's over with, so it's totally fine. But the diagnosis sucked. It was uh bulbar ALS, which is, uh, if you don't know what that is, hang on, I'm grabbing this, it's Lou Gehrig's disease. Bulbar is a like a strange, fast-acting form of it. So it so it's very aggressive. Um, So uh, and so here's what he did. He says, here's what looks like it is. Send me out the door. So it's you should get a pamphlet, you know, like your kid has ADHD. Here's what you do. or here's Some resources. Uh, I did not get a pamphlet that said you've got a year to live. I found that out at home later so,
0: so wait walk me through this so you go to a neurologist you finally get in and he says and we should give some context als is not a disease that there's any sort of cure for it it no. is and i don't want to be crude about this but it is essentially uh a death sentence you just don't it's know a, yeah you just it's don't know degenerative when
1: degenerative muscle disease mm-hmm. slowly takes all of your muscle it's a slow well slow or not slow but but terrible death because you, your mind is a hundred percent, but your body just fades. Mm -hmm. Muscles go away. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So that's what he, and that I had this rare form that usually Luke Gehrig's can go three to four or five years to take you, which is horrible.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: This one, it's faster. It's like a year and a half. And I was a, I six months into it. So, um, so yeah, two weeks ago tomorrow, by the way, I'm going to I'm going to jump forward, sorry and spoil the ending now ruled out as of yesterday.
0: The the bull bar ALS or ALS yes. in general or what's ruled out?
1: ALS in general. Okay. MS off the table now pretty much. Had some testing yesterday uh, with a neurologist that it was um muscle and Uh, Nerve testing, which was, it wasn't bad, but it was like a bunch of needles in me and shocking me. So kind of a form of torture,
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: but worth it. So, so the in between that now, and that's the hard part to talk about, man, I'll tell you what.
0: So let me walk let me walk you through this a little bit cuz I can tell that it's hard for you to sort of to get into it and yeah. but but I appreciate that you're willing to talk about. It. You go to the neurologist after a difficult thing of being able to get in. He <clears throat> says bar ALS, pay the doc, pay the nurse on the way out or the you know the person up front and then yep. you said so, yeah. and then you said you find out exactly what that is when you get home. Talk to me about what that was like.
1: Yeah. Um so I get home and then sort of looking stuff up and there you know that's I'm kind of blank on what happened for about 24 hours. <sighs> um, man, oh man. So <laughs> Friday, my birthday. This is all all uh, going over my birthday, so it's super awesome.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, get my son home from school and have that talk.
0: Now, does your does your son know that you had been visiting these doctors, or that yeah. you had noticed yep. like that you were having difficulty breathing and difficulty talking? So he knew that at least there was this mm-hmm. existence of some of these things, okay. right?
2: Okay,
1: yeah, correct. So, Oh man, it's it's it's. I don't know why I still struggle with this. You know, that's over. I mean, we still don't know what I've got, right? But it it couldn't be any worse. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know,
1: um, I don't know, maybe, but but probably not. Probably it's, I I've got lined up to see more specialists coming up, and and so here's what's frustrating about it. So, but but good in a way. So I have two appointments: one tomorrow, one Thursday, the eighth, which mm-hmm. is tomorrow from when we're talking right now,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, with the specialist, um, who is July to get into him right. How did I get in tomorrow? My appointment was made. I called and made the appointment first of the week. How did I get in? Here's how. Um, I don't know how much of this I wanna get into explaining how the connection uh, was put out there for me. Um, I got a, (laughs) a political connection to him and was said, see this guy. And he said, okay. So great for me, sorry everybody else. Um, screw you I'm jumping in front of the line right which is oh man it's unfortunate and I have an appointment on the I'm looking at my schedule here the 20th with another guy um, in in that is supposed to be like the best in the world Mm -hmm. at this stuff Um, different kind of doctor but anyway it's supposed to be brilliant he talks all over the world he's he's um, in town half of the time because he's traveling training people um he's scheduling let's see July i got in in 2 weeks hmm. again a uh, political connection which is uh, it's unfortunate that you know our our health system that's screwed up you know i i kind of feel bad but kind of not right right <laughs> you know that i jumped in there but it's how people get and to see these guys that can actually help you.
0: So I want to dial it back a little bit uh, and be curious because I can't imagine that the idea when you thought that it was bulbar ALS, this aggressive form of a muscular degenerative disease, that you know the expectation is a year or less to live, and you're six months into it. I can't imagine that that doesn't make you go you know just like world stopping and then as you mentioned because at that time it it was the real as what it was that conversation with your son are you thinking things like and i'm dad's quitting his job and we're going to go travel the world until i can't travel anymore are you you know there's one thing that i've always wanted to teach you in you know in my life like where did where did your mind go and how did that conversation when you felt at that time that the end was imminent uh, and shortly imminent, like where, where, where yeah. did you find yourself going?
1: Well, for work, I thought I've got to work because I need money. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep working as long as I can. Don't know how long that'll be, mm-hmm. but um, started going through stuff in my house and packing, throwing stuff out or, you know, designing a will,
3: hmm.
1: which I don't have now. <laughs> It's halfway done.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um but kind of getting stuff in in order. By the way, right now I'm maybe not talking so good. It's not because of the the uh issue I have, it's because I'm getting emotional yeah. for this crap, you know? So um just because man, the conversation I had with my kid just killed me. you know i don't know why i still get emotional because it's uh you know it's over hmm. you know we're on you know we'll see we'll see what comes of it but man that's going to stay with me he and yeah, just uh deep stuff he and i i
0: i think it's uh you know from from I try and place how people that listen to this might consider you. And I think a lot of people would be like, oh, yeah, that jerk, Kyle, that <laughs> that guy, he's got no feelings yeah. on, on the inside, you know, that dead inside, he doesn't believe in miracles kind of thing. And and to know not only you, but to know your son individual of you and know the relationship that you, the two of you have. I don't think it's typical of most father son relationships uh, due to the nature that, you know, you, you sort of not single dad at him because his mom was around, but you guys had the yeah. opportunity to just be you and he for a long time. And, you know, when he got into college and being able to see the pride that, that you have in him as who he's growing to be in it as an individual, you guys have several, several of the same interests. So you guys are able to spend a lot of time doing the things that each of you love together. I think that adds it to a special level. And so to have to have that conversation of like, Hey, I don't know that this is the thing, thing, son, but you know, this may very well be a pivotal conversation in our life moving forward. And I just want to be able to, to, to share this moment with you. I think that that's, yeah. that that's pretty remarkable. And, and so I, I, uh, I can't, I can't even imagine what, what that experience with talking with your son was like, or being able to receive that diagnosis and then have that diagnosis sort of rescinded and then be sitting in a place of well we don't know but maybe but maybe not but could be but could right. not be yeah
1: yeah it's i mean talk about a roller coaster last two weeks man you know i did you know i didn't sleep for days you know it's a it's a weird thing too and, and so don't judge me for this but no matter what your faith or not faith
3: mm-hmm.
1: when, when you're staring at that and you think when I close my eyes last time, all right, what's really going to be there? I mean, come on, no more BS. Am I right? Yeah. Am I wrong? What, what, wait, 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 what, what, what about this and that? I, I always got to say, I, I, I totally doubted everything I ever knew thought yeah. believed. Wow! I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen.
0: And then, so that that's interesting. So then, coming on the other side of that, do you feel like some of those things have sort of been like, um, like shored up? Like you feel a a a greater sense of peace, or is it still, man? I really hope so.
1: I really hope so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Should I convert? You know, what's the process for for uh, Judaism? I don't. I'm joking there, but I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared about that. I don't know. I don't know what's there.
3: Yeah.
1: I'll just say it. I don't know, man. I wish I was stronger. I wish I could say, yeah, this or that, but I can't, can't tell anybody.
0: You know, the one thing that I will say, uh, and you, I, I've tried to send anything that, that I saw come across for you. I know that, uh, all joking aside, we, and we rib you about miracles and stuff like that, the couple things that I would say is there are a lot of people whom you have never met that listen uh, to you, that care for you, and that have done things like fast for you, that have done things like pray for you, and they have no idea what was going on. Because until this, you know, this discussion, you know, we just said, oh, you might not be doing okay. But we don't really Mm -hmm. know what it is. But people who have come and said, you know what, I I love him, whatever we can do, you know, other people that have said, well, you know, if this if this is the end, when's the epic party? You know, what does he need? Does he need money for, you know, this, that or the other thing? How can we uh, be able to help or contribute or anything like that? And um, and so that would be the first thing um, that that I would say to you. Um, And then the second thing that that I would say kind of uh, surrounding all this is that it is my belief, and that is the only thing that I can sort of stand on, it is that it is my belief that at the point that um, we cross over to what we would call the other side or the spirit world, you know, that whole thing, I fully expect that if I go first, I'll get ready that epic mountain biking trail for you. And that if you uh, go first, that you'll have that beats rice and peas meal ready for me as we get to the other side. I firmly believe. I don't know how it works. I don't know, you know, what the place looks like and any of that kind of stuff. But but it is it is. It is, you know, I, I can't say I know because I obviously haven't been there, but it is my utmost strongest belief that we'll be doing a show available in podcast form again in heaven, hopefully not for a real long time, where, you know, we're we're doing yeah. these shows and, and people go, I don't think you can say that in heaven, you guys. I think you might want to <laughs> dial that back a little bit. He can hear you.
1: And so... You hear the thunder roll. Yeah, <laughs> oh uh, sorry uh,
0: uh, uh i believe in miracles <laughs> i will you know
1: so well you know let, let me kind of address to the first part of that so i put out there to on social media mm-hmm. at some point that, that i'm struggling this is bad this is a hard time you know it was looking horrible but now you know we don't know so um and my voice go weird when i try and talk about this crap <laughs> So, um, you know, people, they always joke about like, uh, you know, oh, thoughts and prayers loaded up in this empty truck.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you know what, though? I was looking for that and and I got it and it helped. I, I needed people's, you know, like love and reaching out, yeah. which was kind of stupid, but, but I, it was great. It helped me through, you know, yeah. it helps out. Dumb as it's dumb as that empty truck was, you know, that backed up here. They opened the door. There, there's nothing but people's love, and it was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, so that's on that. Um, and yeah, like I said, the other side. <laughs> hope it's there, cause I got I got more time to spend, you know, with family and hanging out. Here, here's the sad thing. So I had to talk with my parents, too. That, that's terrible, you know, mm-hmm. as well. They didn't sleep for a while.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, then um, told friends, um, some close friends like you. Mm-hmm. And then some others. My family, uh, my siblings now know as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I feel kind of bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Here, well, and and here here was my excuse. They were they were all on spring break, like in you know, Cazumel or or Puerto Vallarta. You know, they're all over having fun. I'm like, I'm not going to spoil them with the text saying, uh, you know, let's live it up for the next year. LOL.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I
1: I didn't want to do that. Sure. And so hopefully they're not angry. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that I I held off, but it it, it worked out strange. So yeah. that's. Yeah. Was, but well, yeah, I, I got more time with my son. I'm not done. Yeah. Here or after.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't even know where we go from here. So let's take a break and uh and when <laughs> and when we come back Uh, We'll do some general conference uh, news and updates. We won't do too much about that. I feel like uh, us saying, oh, and this talk and this and that and the other. We may do a teeny bit of that. Uh, There are some talks from conference that will guide some future upcoming episodes of the Cultural Hall. Uh, But we'll just sort of give you the news from conference and other news. Plus, Kurt Frankrum from uh, Leading Saints uh, is going to be here He's going to tell us a little bit of the general handbook of instruction updates because there was one of those that happened last week as well. And uh, we'll do that coming up in the second half of Articles of News. (laughs) When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit Lennondesign.com. I've got about 60 seconds to talk to you about best DJ in Utah. Now, here's the deal. I have almost attained this for real, meaning I almost have the most reviews in the state of Utah as far as DJ services go. How about that? That's best DJ in Utah, and I didn't just buy the web domain. That's actually some proof in the pudding. Here's the deal. Doing lots of events. I'm able to do it from a socially uh, distant, a physically distant distance. That's a lot of distance, I just said. Uh, but if you want to find out more about how I may be able to make your party, whether that be holiday or family reunion, or you've got a wedding coming up, make that the best event it possibly can be. I would hope that you would please join me over at bestdjinutah.com. You can find out about pricing, ask for a quote, and be able to correspond with me there. The website, again, is bestdjinutah, And don't let the name fool you. I'm going to Texas next month. Utah.com.
3: Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Friends, I know a lot of you guys and girls are working from home. So here's some tips for making sure your computer is ready for working at home, because if your computer fails, it's going to be really hard to get it fixed because of dwindling supply in parts. But we have parts right now, and we have a limited supply of new computers available for you. Make sure your computer is healthy and virus and malware-free. Hackers are trying to infect people and stealing their information during these challenging times. We'll scan the health of your computer for viruses and malware Plus, scan your hard drive, memory, and components to make sure you don't have any failing parts. You want to make sure you have strong antivirus and malware protection software as well. Just get into any PC laptops and we'll check your hardware and your software and scan your computer for viruses for absolutely free. Just go to PCLaptops.com. At PC Laptops, we've been serving you for over 28 years. And we've got your back during these times in need. We're all in this together. So just go to PCLaptops.com and we'll get you taken care of.
0: Here in the second half of articles of news, we do actual articles of news. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose articles of news. And away we go. We're going to go first to Curtis Frankum, not actually his name, from Leading Saints, or as his one of his latest episodes would call it, Leading LDS. Did you realize that you left that in there, Kurt?
2: See, Richie, that was a throwback episode back when we uh, called ourselves Leading LDS. And uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to go back through and change the names. Well, I
0: appreciate that on the same day that we published our episode with Whitney Johnson, (laughs) that of all the catalog that Leading Saints has... On literally the same day, at the same time, you decided, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to post my Whitney Johnson episode. So thanks a whole heap ton.
3: Yeah. Yep. You know, that, that was
2: probably my favorite, uh, the Cultural Hall Leading Saints moment yeah. was when I uh, hijacked your... Your thunder there.
0: Here's the deal, though. I am just fine with it because the only requests that I saw for a Whitney Johnson episode on the internet that day was for our episode with Whitney Johnson, who is a different Whitney Johnson. So, Curtis, neener, 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 neener.
2: Well, fine. <laughs> I'll take it.
0: That's how I like to welcome everybody in. Uh you know Kurt's here, it means that there's something that the church has published that I don't want to take the time to read. It's handbook updates and these uh are pretty big I don't think they're earth shaking, but there are some big updates within the church handbook this time.
2: Yeah, I mean I've seen bigger, but sure. you know. Uh, we're 75% of the way there, Richie, so maybe you only get me one more time, and then you'll never ask me back. Well, not but for the
0: uh, handbook. Not for the handbook, I'll, for but I'll ask you back handbook. for sure.
2: So, yeah, 75% complete of this uh, this rollout of the, the updates of the handbook, so we should probably see another one, I don't know, another couple months. You'll hear my voice back in the cultural hall. Um, so this one includes four re- rewritten chapters and seven other chapters with added or revised sections mm-hmm. so uh you want to just hit the the high points here Rick? yeah because because
0: there's some of it that's like uh, you know go to church and then the other parts it's like no go to the church right and there's like some grammatical things that i don't think are that big a deal but yes let's hit the high points
2: so yeah there are some uh things if you if you're having a hard time sleeping maybe open the to chapter six of the handbook where it talks about the the bishopric. So this was previously referred to as ward leadership, and now it better reflects the contents. Talking about the bishopric, I don't think much has changed there. Uh, Updates to sharing the gospel and strengthening new and returning missionaries, which focus on loving others and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. It emphasizes the responsibility of elders quorum presidencies, Relief Society presidencies, and others for sharing the gospel and strengthening new and returning members. So I think this is uh, formalizing... The, the shift of missionary work to, you know, out of the hands of the bishop and more into elders corn presence, relief side presence. Okay. So, um, um, and then there's been an update in chapter 24 with missionary recommendations and service, uh, and this chapter clarifies different types of missionary service. And Richie, I think this was one of your, uh, general conference predictions. Right? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't
0: get that one right. I got a temple, right. Um, but, but, well yeah, I, did I mean, not you get... just
2: throw a dart at the map and you're gonna get a temple roll.
0: Well, sure, you know. sure. Sure, <laughs> sure. Sure.
2: <laughs> Don't spoil it. <laughs> uh but anyways, but I think they are I think you're 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 on the right track here with uh, they're, they're definitely heading that way of maybe uh you know being very specific on the details of missionaries. But the fun ones here, one which I'm sure was influenced by your recent episode about affinity fraud. Oh, yeah And I hope they reference your episode. I forget the guy's name, but Mark very Pugsley. Mark Pugsley that was a fun one and uh so it's good to see that affinity fraud is maybe being I don't know if it was in there before I assume not but basically it says the practices of using friendship or a position of trust to take financial advantage of someone else is a shameful betrayal of trust and confidence so so don't anyways, do that and and there's some you know it says that this could lead to a restriction of membership or complete withdrawal. So they're 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 not messing around with affinity fraud. Hey, don't not even the light stuff.
0: Not even the yeah. not even the my kids got a fundraiser kind of thing. Leave that That's out right. of the church. No influence.
2: That's right. And uh, tis the season for vaccinations, Richie. And so they included that into the handbook as well. A new entry on vaccination, emphasizing direction the first presidency. Uh, basically saying, you know, they should be administered by competent medical professionals, which made me think, like, is there a place to get a vaccination from a non-competent individual? But hey. Back
0: behind my house, there's a Evidently. place you can, you can get vaccinated yeah. right behind my house in the alleyway out back. There, there's yeah. a guy. I'm not positive that it's uh, the COVID vaccination, but he says it is.
2: And I and I think Kyle would uh, argue maybe if it even exists that there is a competent uh, medical professional in existence. <laughs> but anyways... uh <laughs> Here we go to uh then extreme preparation and survivalism. Richie, so these, that, so uh, these
0: are your preppers and your doomsdayers, yeah?
2: Right. Which is quite the market if you go down I15 in Utah County. You'll Amen. see quite right? And I'm glad they exist uh to help us out get random things in in our basement. Uh so th- this should be motivated by faith and not fear, mm. uh which Costco maybe tells a different story there. Sure. But sure. uh <laughs> Church leaders have uh, council members not to go into debt to establish food storage. So, you know, just some good, strong guidelines, maybe just putting them in there to point to as people maybe go through a a moment where they they freak out about... uh,
0: End of the world, second coming, earthquakes, pandemics, bird flus. Probably
2: probably my favorite update of the handbook is uh, as far as... Where is it? Young single adults and... uh, Basically, being more formal with making sure that many callings are available to young single adults. I think in our tradition, you know, obviously the bishop is required to have be married, Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't mean that everybody in the bishopric needs to or on the high council. And I know this isn't; then it's not like it's been against the rules to to have a a single individual in a bishopric or on a high council. But Mm -hmm. I think they're just again formalizing it, making sure people know this is completely appropriate to. Uh, to have the single individuals in these callings and especially in like a uh, young single adult ward where they, obviously the bishop is going to be called and is a married person but his two counselors can be uh, single individuals from that same unit so you know, so, giving more so that's so
0: that's not a change that's just a
2: formalization I, I don't believe it's a change because I heard of instances where these individuals were, were called from the ward. And so I think this is just more formalized like and hopefully encouraging. And there's a quote from Elder Cook that says, we hope our your leaders uh, know to put you to work, hmm. uh, referring to singles, including as counselors and bishoprics on high councils and as organization presidents and counselors. One I actually interviewed uh, a few years ago. Actually, It's actually the most downloaded episode on leading saints with Rob Farrell. And he did something as a, he was a YSA stake president and he called the full stake, Relief Society president were all young single adults, so hmm. Hmm. Uh, and it worked out fantastically.
0: I, so I think this is setting the foundation for the dissolution of uh, the dissolvement of young single adult wards, don't you think?
2: <laughs> well, you could start that petition. Well, Richard. I think I'm.
0: So. I feel I feel pretty strong about that. I was I was right with Smithfield, and I was right with uh, Moroni on the temples that hey, it come prophesy yeah, Prophesying comes in some. threes. Is, now, is that the rule? I don't It's know. somewhere I, I, in Doctrine and Covenants. No, maybe right. it's comedy. I think it's comedy that comes in threes. Uh, two more questions, and then we'll let you to your night, and we'll get to uh, other articles of news, including our wrap-up from General Conference. There was something about healing in this handbook update again. Are you aware of anything about healing? I know that I know that some healing. people said, and, and they may have just been referencing when it was updated before. I might have I might have misconstrued what people were saying. Yeah, I think the
2: last update had something regarding... Um, healing maybe. I don't know. You you've caught me without words, Richie. Okay. okay. And then the last the, the
0: last question is do, are you aware what that last remaining 25% are there any hot button sections in that last remaining 25% that we may, you know, like maybe we're going to hear something formalized about abortion or death penalty like is that any of the handbook stuff <laughs> in the in in the last 25%?
2: Well, when I had lunch with Elder Cook last week, he uh-huh. didn't mention anything. Okay, but, okay, uh, <laughs>
0: okay, okay.
2: Well, <laughs> No, I have no idea, Richie. I think, and I don't know, I haven't been paying close attention as far as these are updates are s- sequential, you know, with the handbook. Mm-hmm. Maybe it mm-hmm. seems like they are. So, um, I don't know. Okay.
0: Well, until he comes back to uh, share with us what exactly the changes are that I don't want to take the time to read. Uh, Kurt Frankum, what do you have coming out this Saturday? Oh,
2: <laughs> this Saturday, what is that? It's going to be the... Well, 13th. Anyways, this Saturday, uh, you don't want to miss this episode. I interview a former bishop, and I guarantee it's going to be uh, one of our most downloaded ones. Just This will be a good one if you're not familiar with Leading Saints to uh, be introduced to Leading Saints and the, the quality of content that we try to produce. So, Who is uh, it? His name is Louis Hamner.
0: Oh, Do, do you make a Louis <laughs> Louis reference within the uh, interview? If not, I'm not interested. No, because
2: no, okay. no, I respect my guests. Well,
0: so. we got to go. <laughs> Oh, 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 bye, Kurt. Bye. So, Kyle, uh, I don't know how much of General Conference you had the opportunity to watch. Let me know. How much did you actually see?
1: Very little. So, I watched epi- or I listened to episodes now at uh-huh. night. So, I originally started to watch episodes at night to put me to sleep. I'm uh-huh. sorry, but that was the idea. But what I found, I started that about a year ago. I found is that. I can't sleep because I get I get listening and I get involved and I listen to the whole thing. Oh yeah. So I'm so I've just just started working my way through. How ironic is that?
0: I um, mean, a little too ironic, don't you think?
1: I think. Like, it's like rain <laughs> on your wedding day.
0: Are we doing this? Are we do, are we no. are we going to go all the way?
1: No, especially considering what we spoke about. So Just a little bit ago.
0: So when I think about conference and I think about us doing a uh, a conference wrap up, I you know the thing that comes to my mind is I I want to be very transparent in that I didn't get to watch as much of this general conference as I perhaps would have liked, and so because of that, about fifty percent of the reason why we're not going to do a bunch of wrap up uh, about general conference is because I haven't seen it. The second part yeah. of it is, as I've really been thinking about, and there are lots of um, podcasts that do this, that sort of do a like, here are my feelings on these talks, and I've sort of wrestled with it a little bit because I feel like what that does is, you know, if someone tells you, oh, hey, this movie is good, then maybe you go listen to it, right? Oh, this was a really, right. uh, really this was a really good movie. I would go watch it or go listen to the talk or whatever, right? But I feel like if we dive much more into it, if it's not a news based kind of talk that was at General Conference, like I feel like it taints it a little bit. That's how I feel today. Maybe that's just justification um, for not being able to talk about all the talks. But I really feel like since we're just going to hit sort of some of the newsy parts of General Conference, that um, that that's why you're not going to get a lot of like Sister Aborto talked about this elder, you know. And so on, but there there will be a couple that we'll highlight for, for folks. I want to start with temples. That's the one that we probably care the most about. Twenty new temples uh, that are going to be constructed. That rounds out to be sixty-nine temples that Elder or that, I'm sorry, President Nelson has uh, announced, and makes the grand total of two hundred and fifty-one temples. Uh, that will be in some form or fashion, whether announced, constructed, under-constructed. You know, they've they've shown the, um, the pictures of, in some form or fashion, they're in progress. That's 251, which I think is pretty crazy, because I was alive. You were alive when there was like one, right, Kyle?
1: Yeah, the yeah. Salt Lake Temple. Yeah. I remember <laughs> that. That was your only option.
0: Yeah, and technically, I think St. George was first, and then...
1: Oh, uh, that's Salt,
0: right. Salt Lake, right? Cuz Salt Lake took forever. Took 40 years. Salt Lake was first to to be constructed. Uh here are the cities and or countries um which those were announced in. There's Oslo, Norway, Brussels, Belgium, Vienna, Austria, Kumasi, Ghana, Beira, Mozambique, Cape Town, South Africa, Singapore in the Republic of Singapore, Belo Horizonte, uh Brazil, Cali, Colombia, Colombia, Querétaro, Mexico. Uh, Helena, Montana; Casper, Wyoming; Grand Junction, Colorado; Farmington, New Mexico; Burley, Idaho; Eugene, Oregon; Elko, Nevada; Yorba Linda, California; and Smithfield, Utah, to round them out. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I heard pointed out that uh, all all these uh, stateside ones, all in the West. So maybe maybe in the fall conference, we'll get all east uh, of the United States uh, temples to be announced. But I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Smithfield, that northern part of cache valley in utah i sort of called i've been to elko nevada there's not much there so i'm excited for the saints to have that i think it's the third one in oregon like this you're sixth... right
1: there's not much there yeah do you so have you been they deserve something
0: yeah they do deserve something you know what yeah you know you know what uh is pretty cool about about uh elko nevada gold there's gold out there yep. in uh, in the elko nevada
1: and then their hills is there really yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Know that? yeah yeah a
0: big boom town elko nevada and the, and then it sort of waned and then it booms again so uh so congratulations all of you uh what cities, states countries, all of those things uh was there other things from conference that you noticed that were announced that that we should probably add as part of this discussion
1: uh not other announcements no.
0: Uh, I want to hit just a couple things. I thought it was interesting. Um, They called a new primary general presidency. Sister Camille N. Johnson will serve as primary general president with Sister Susan H. Porter and Sister Amy Wright as second counselor. Uh, They announced new members of the presidency of the 70, uh, Elder Robert C. Gay and uh, Elder Terrence M. Vinson. They'll both be released, and elders Paul V. Johnson and S. Mark Palmer were sustained. And there were new uh, General Authority 70s that were called. One who was a previous guest of the Cultural Hall just recently, uh, Clark Gilbert, was one. He's the president of BYU Pathways until August, and then he'll be replaced because now he's a 70. And also my boss. My boss in my day job got called to be a 70 and so we got an email. Really? Yeah, we got an email from him earlier this week that was like, "Hey, so I really wanted to uh hit the goals that we talked about <laughs> making in 2021. <laughs> uh I'm going to need you guys to do that without me cuz as you probably <laughs> heard in general conference, uh I'm not going to be there anymore. So so that was kind of interesting and now we have to you know, find a new boss. The thing that's sort of scary about that is uh, the boss—that is the one that's leaving to be a uh, 70. He really liked the show, the radio show that I do for my day job. Oh, and so now I'm a little anxious that you know the new person that they bring in will be like, "Who's this guy? Why do we have this guy here?" I also thought it was interesting with the statistical report that happened in this general conference that uh, membership increased only by just under 100,000, uh, making it one of the uh, lowest gaining years in, in recent history. Certainly yeah, because but they of, say it was
1: down by like 50 percent.
0: Yeah. Is and, that right? Yeah, I mean, think about it. Because of COVID, I mean, people weren't right. going out, and you don't have the experience to be able to visit with other saints, and teaching for the first little while wasn't even happening at all, not even online. So church membership is $16,663,663. Uh i am trying to see if there is anything else from General Conference. I want to give just a quick note because I know the two talks that were certainly kind of the most controversial um, from General Conference were not controversial. That's a bad way to couch it. The ones that were the most talked about, uh, Elder <laughs> Anderson, that took place on Saturday. Uh, he talked uh, about abortion and uh, talked about adoption. And-, and and I have
1: not listened to that one yet. And I, and I want to just because uh, in our little circle uh-huh. of, uh, of people that work here uh, with the group, there was uh, some feathers ruffled. People were uh, talking about this one a lot.
0: Right. And so with it, I'm going to get um, someone that... Is really involved in that space, both adoption and abortion, to come into the cultural hall, and we're going to have a much more in-depth conversation. Because I feel like you and I saying, "Hey, and did you hear Elder Anderson's talk? What'd you think?" Well, I didn't know. I, you know, I feel like that doesn't service that subject very well. So I've sort of couched that. And then on uh, Sunday morning, Elder Oaks on Easter, uh, he thought, "You know, everyone else, we got this. You you guys are going to talk about the Savior. I'm going to talk about the United States Constitution." Mm-hmm. And uh, if ever there was an Elder Oaks talk to be given, it was this one. And uh, I, I, uh, I thought it was fascinating for a couple of reasons. One, the remainder of that session, uh, that Sunday morning session, was all um, people from all over the world, right? It was people from every continent that spoke within that um, session, and they all spoke of of Christ, and everyone uh, looked different from each other, and I thought that was great, and everyone sounded different from each other, and so I really thought that was unique and special and, and really focused on how the church is worldwide, but also uh, I thought it was kind of an interesting thing. Like, do you remember watching Sesame Street as a kid? Oh, yeah. And you remember that one of these kids is not like the other? That was Elder Oaks's talk on Sunday morning, and, I, and so I've actually already contacted a couple people who uh, know a great deal about the Constitution, and we're going to kind of have a, a discussion and, and dissect a little bit about Elder Oak's talk. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, other things just to round it out uh, the number of stakes uh, grew by 26, uh, and now there are 3,463 stakes in the church. Uh, the number of missions grew by six, so now there are 405 missions of the church. The number of districts shrunk, there are now 537, and the number of wards and branches grew by 196, uh, making 31,136 at the end of the year. Um, New children of record shrunk from 94,266 at the end of 2019 to 65,440 at the end of 2020. Uh, the number of converts baptized uh, shrunk, as we mentioned, and then also part of the growth and or exodus of the church is also those people who have left the church as well. That's where we get that lowest uh, growth number in the church.
1: Uh, I'm trying to see. I liked if- after the, uh, immediately after the talk on the constitution, yeah. uh, every, every, both sides of the aisle, you see?
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah Claimed yeah, it yeah, as yeah. their own. Right. Yeah, you guys, uh, the number of full-time missionaries shrunk by 15,000, another part yeah. of the statistical thing. There was only one temple that was dedicated in 2020. Plenty were slotted to do it, um, but the only one that was dedicated was the Durban, South Africa mission. And so, you know, I think it's interesting. I, I think we're going to see huge numbers by the time we meet for conference a year from now uh, with the April conference, and we see those statistics kind of come through. So let me ask yeah. you this. You said you've listened to a few uh, and that they have kept you awake, certainly as we've talked about some of the uh, the things that are going on in your life earlier in the first part of that. Has there been anything that um, particularly touched you or spoke to you uh, given the current state of affairs?
1: Um, Not so far. Uh, just pertaining to that, I enjoyed uh, Apostle Gary E. Stevenson's talk um, just about— um, it was about cyber, about bullying and cyber bullying and and uh, racial hatred things like that. It mm-hmm. was uh, it was a nice talk. I enjoyed that one. There, there um, and
0: I was going to say, there's a talk about miracles that uh, I was tagged in. Several people say that you need to listen to it.
1: <laughs> they haven't. I haven't got to that one yet, but that is yes, uh, upcoming. So I, I will, so I can comment on that. Uh, I I I liked uh, uh, Ella Gong's talk. Uh, about uh that you know that there's room at the inn for everybody mm-hmm. just that the church is inclusive that um, because I was I always like that that no matter what you know people think well if you go to church because you got to be you've got to be good to go to church or worthy to go to church to pray no it's it's not that case it's for all of us who are all imperfect
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed his
0: uh, I also um think that if you listen to that Miracles talk and you have a change of heart, you're going to have to uh, apologize to everyone here in the cultural hall. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, I'll uh, do that. And then also uh, Elder Gong reminds me that if you are a Patreon saint of the cultural hall, you can listen now because they get the video and episodes earlier on Patreon. Uh, You can listen now to the interview that I did with Matthew Gong, Elder Gong's son, uh, he is a gay gentleman, a queer, oh, a queer Mormon, as he refers right. to himself. And uh, yeah. he and I chatted for an hour about uh, his family and, and coming out and what that experience is like for him. So that's a little incentive for you to get on Patreon uh, and and uh, give us a couple bucks. It's patreon.com forward slash the cultural hall. Uh, you can also... Uh, We've started to roll this out. If you have not heard the early, the early first 300 episodes of the cultural hall, we're starting to roll those out uh, so that people can have them in one podcast feed, uh, just like we make this show available. uh, So you can go and binge listen to the old episodes. We only have two up there now. I'm working on getting more, but I wanted to make sure that it worked before I went uh, full bore into it. So uh, that's a big pitch for the uh, Patreon page. Remember, you get also to be a part of the secret, but not sacred group. It's patreon.com forward slash the cultural hall. Let me hit just a couple other news stories. One is that the Young Men General Presidency are now on Instagram and Facebook, and that's a big deal. Uh Uh-oh. That's it. They
1: better watch it then.
0: Yeah. Well, Elder Wilcox, uh, also another previous guest. That's right. For the last two conferences, people that have been called to assignments, higher level assignments within the church, have been guests in the cultural hall. I just want to point that out. Uh, Brad Wilcox, who also is a professor at BYU, uh, he is one in the Young Men's Presidency. He's been on Facebook net, but now I think they have like official, you know, Facebook pages. Um, Also, uh, The Chosen, season two. Have you watched any of this series, Kyle? I haven't yet, no. So I want you to imagine, you know how sometimes uh, church videos get short shrift because the acting is real bad yeah. or the acting is real good, but the costumes are real bad or the acting and costumes are real good, but the scenery, like you're you're looking at a flat piece of wood that's going to fall over if the wind blows. You know what I'm saying? Like something yeah. is not right. That is not what The Chosen is. Uh, the Chosen, uh, season one. Uh, came out last year. We actually visited with Dallas Jenkins in a previous episode. You can find it by uh, going to theculturalhall.com. I'll also provide a link to it. Um, but they were able to film on the church's set down in Goshen. Uh, there was a story about that actually from General Conference, not the filming, but about the set down there in Goshen. And it's about the life of Christ and it's real good. My favorite part of The Chosen. Uh, I mean, the, bringing the stories to life and having them be uh, in a dramatic series that's well acted and well played and well funded and well costumed and all that. I love the music of it. I think the the people who are in charge of the music and also the direction, how they do the stories, I think is super cool. So uh, it premiered this last <laughs> Easter Sunday. Uh, you can find a link to it at uh, the Or I know that I that you can find it on several different streaming apps. So you can sort of binge watch everything of that uh elder ballard president ballard rather um he dedicated a new pioneer center at this is the place heritage park um, which if you're not from utah or even from the united states uh in utah rumored to be the place where brigham young said this is the right place there is a big pioneer park big heritage park and now there's a new pioneer center uh, where there are sculptures and there are art things and you know things that the kids can learn and all, all this it was privately funded um, and it's twenty one thousand square feet of pioneer goodness including you can get yourself some candy there too Ooh, yeah pioneer pioneer candy, candy? yeah
1: so it's like just a hard crap
0: yeah 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 whorehound candy yeah ever had a whorehound candy uh-huh yeah. i have tastes kind of like licorice Yep. Uh, this is a story from about a week or so ago, but we haven't done news for a little while. Uh, the Mormon churches, that's this headline's uh, title, a secretive $100 billion fund grew its Tesla stake by 3,500 uh, percent last year. Here's the deal. The church and its investment arm, I mean, we could have a different discussion about, like, where are the funds come and all that stuff, right? But the people that are in charge of the investments for the church are very smart. And so when they have things like that their fund grew by 3,500 percent, that to me says that the people that are in charge in investing the church's money are very smart. Very smart.
1: Uh, they, they're some of the best. Yeah. Yes. There's a reason yeah, yeah, that they do that.
0: Uh, uh, with that, of course. I should also say they're in charge of my 401k, and I'm grateful that they invest it very wisely and that I make money uh, with it. So, thank you, folks, that uh, work for the church and do their investments. Also, uh, James Huntsman, uh, brother of uh, John Huntsman, former governor of the state of Utah, uh, brother of Paul Huntsman, owner of the Salt Lake Tribune newspaper, uh, suing the church, uh, says that they improperly used his uh, tithing money and uh, that he would like that money back. Uh, in the amount of five plus million dollars, a lot of people are, are saying, you know, the suit's not going to go anywhere. There's no legs to it, um, but that it's more of a I'll show you sort of suit or uh, to try and get the church to be a little bit more transparent about where funds come. Uh, the big call, obviously, is that the church says that tithing money itself uh, is not ever used for things like the mall in downtown Salt Lake or any sort of uh, other adventures. But the discussion and where people start to get a little uh, hazy on things is: say that you pay your tithing at ten dollars, Kyle. You 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 pay it, and then the church invests the ten dollars, and they make five dollars on their on your ten dollars. The question then, for a lot of people, becomes: what they do with that five dollars they made on your ten dollars? Should mm-hmm. that still be used for tithing purposes? Is it in fact counted for? as tithing or is it counted as something else? And so that's where a lot of that discussion surrounding that lawsuit uh, occurs. Uh, let's see what else. I've only got, you know, maybe another minute and maybe, a, I you know, I think I want to end with this. Do you know who Howard Hughes is?
1: Uh, of course I do. Wealthy, wealthy man has mm-hmm. disappeared mm-hmm. and questionable how or why.
0: He was an eccentric billionaire. He died 45 years ago now. A lengthy court battle has has occurred because people most people believe that Hughes did not leave a will. That being, you know, like a hey, leave my money to this, right? However, <coughs> a likable delivery <clears throat> driver from rural Nevada named Melvin Dumar or Dumar, mm-hmm.
1: Dumar, yeah,
0: claimed that he was named in Hughes' will. Uh, which he hand-delivered to the Mormon Church. Dumar says that he was on his way to Los Angeles in December 1967. He was driving across the Nevada desert just past the Cottontail Ranch brothel east of Death Valley. Dumar says he spotted a disheveled old man on a dirt road just off the highway. Claimant to Howard Hughes' will, Melvin Dumar At first, I thought he was dead because you're just lying in the little dirt road on one of the ruts of the road, and so, but then, you know, it didn't take very long. I seen him start to move, and I said, well, whoever it is, is, at least if they're not dead, they're in pretty bad shape, but they're not dead. So I got out, helped him up, Brought him over, put him in the car, and asked if I could take him to a hospital or doctor and asked him if I could take him to the police. He didn't want nothing to do with hospitals or doctors or police or anything. He just wanted to go to Vegas. And I said, okay, well, I'm going there anyway. Come with me. Apparently, he feels like he is entitled to some portion of Howard Hughes' money.
1: Didn't he have a like a handwritten will? Yes. Yes.
0: He told, uh, during the drive, Dumar says that he told the man that he had tried but failed to get a job at Hughes Aviation. He told me that he knew something about Hughes Aircraft because he owned it, Dumar said. He says, I'm familiar with that because I own it. Melvin Dumar said, yeah, sure, sure you do. You look like a bum from Skid Row. That was my impression of him, he said. It was nine years later, on April 5th, 1976, when Howard Hughes died and no one could find a will, his vast fortune, up portion, I rather, his vast fortune. Fortune up for grabs. A mysterious document surfaced naming Dumar and the Mormon church's beneficiaries. The so-called right, right. Mormon will nearly destroyed Dumar's life. Anyway, Dumar claimed an anonymous man dropped off the Mormon will's gas station in Utah one day. The will stated Dumar was left 1 16th of Hughes' estate. Does anyone think this should be a podcast? Because I do. Mm-hmm. Is it already? It may already be. I should look. Maybe this is the, I don't know. Maybe this is the next cold podcast. You know, there's a cold season too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out now, people can listen to it. Has a uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints connection. Couple of them. One of them is I play the voice of the murderer. I know.
1: I was. I know. I was waiting for you to plug it. I got to hmm. listen to that one so I can hear you. I've had several. Do you you got to do a funny voice like an old time prospector.
0: I. I did the first round of audio draft. <laughs> did you? And then they said, yeah, don't, don't do that. Wait, let's not do that. The, the story of Melvin Dumar and Howard Hughes. In fact, if I can find someone that, uh, that really, really knows this case, I think I'm going to bring him in and do a whole episode about it. Because Melvin Dumar, he passed away in Perump, yeah. Perump, Nevada, on December 9th, two thousand eighteen. He was seventy-four years old. Did he ever get any of that money? Nope. Sad. Yeah. He shoulda. Yeah,
1: just a sixteenth. That's yeah. all he's asking. Just,
0: it's sixteenth of a billion dollars, I'll take it. Yeah. Melvin Dumar. Or is it Dumber? I think Dumar. In my mind I want it to be dumber. D-U-M-M-A-R. I know you do. <laughs> uh Brother Kyle. Uh, best of luck with all your appointments and all the things and, and the stuff and and all that thing and the stuff and the things. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. If you want to be in touch with Kyle contact at theculturalhall.com. I'll forward those emails along to him. Uh, and he will get every single one of those. Uh, also uh, party. We got to plan the party brother, Kyle.
1: It it will happen. Uh, Janae and I spoke, we, it was really fast tracked, but now I'm just going to It'll happen. It's okay. coming up.
0: Is she going to bring Janae cookies is, or cake?
1: Janae is now the party planner.
0: Okay. Oh, well, listen. Then I know what's going to happen. Oh, and, yeah. I've gotta, and I've got to. And I've got to find a pastel dress. We hope that this episode <laughs> has nourished and strengthened your body.
1: We hope if you're sick or afflicted. Now this is just kind of ironic. We hope <laughs> if you're sick or afflicted, you can be well. And listen next week. And
0: that uh, (laughs) when the time comes that you can travel home in safety, that is ironic. In the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you. On the back row. Of the Cultural Hall.
1: Save me a seat. It's sure to be neat. On the
3: back row. We really got to go on the Cultural Hall show.